This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to our show tonight. We really appreciate you stopping by. I know Monty and the gang are excited to see everybody. My name is Glenn the Geek, and I am founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we're happy to be presenting this Ask Monty Live tonight. This is the second one of these we have done, and we have some people, some Monty fans coming from around the world tonight to ask questions, but you too can ask questions and I'll, we'll try and keep track of them. So you have a chat, you can chat underneath the video, you can put comments in and we all see the chat. Uh, thank you, Tiana, I, for compliment, she complimenting my hat already. So thank you for that. But yeah, you can, you can see all of the com comments down there and we can also see them and Monty can see them as well. So definitely uh, you, you all realize it's his birthday and there's a lot of happy birthdays coming in. So we appreciate that. But you can also share this to your page. There's a share button down below. Click share and share it over to your personal page. That way your horsey friends can watch it also or share it onto any horse group that you're a part of. We would really appreciate the love there. Well, we have a couple of hosts from the Horse Radio Network with us tonight. And the executive producer tonight, I just gave her a title, is Debbie from Horsemanship Radio. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> I knew there was a purpose. I was very <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. This is going to be well, fun. Well, we have to have you because Monty's your dad, so well, you have I, to be here. That's true. Yeah, but that and support for the computer. That's, that's true. Right. <laughs> He's put up with you for a lot of years, so you have to now be here. As far tonight. as I can remember yeah. back. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, we also have another host, my co-host of the Horses in the Morning show, uh, five days a week on the Horse Radio Network. Now for 10 years, we've been doing that show. And that is Jamie Jennings. Hi, Jamie. Hey guys, thank you uh, so much for having me. This is amazing, not only because I get to sit here with Debbie and, you know, Glenn, um, but I also get to sit here with the birthday boy, Monty Roberts. So I'm just honored and excited to be here. Well, uh, thank, thank you for joining us tonight. And Jamie will be co-hosting this event tonight. So I, you are a certified Monty Roberts instructor. So you've spent some time with Monty and you've spent some time at Flag is Up Farm. Yes, it's uh, it, you drive through the gates of Flag is Up Farm and like you just take a deep breath. There's something really special about the place and there's something special about what he does and what I've been able to learn with the horses. Like I got my little Monty Roberts instructor shirt on, bringing it. <laughs> You're official. <a> <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm honored to be uh, here to kind of uh, incorporate my radio career with my horsey career. It's like the perfect marriage. Well, we do have a lot of people that uh, will want to ask questions tonight and will want to join us. But why don't you introduce the man himself? Uh, and uh, Debbie and I will will bug out while you two chat for a couple minutes and then we'll bring on the first guest. Perfect. Well, I, I mean, he obviously needs no introduction, but I would please like to welcome the birthday boy. And I won't tell you his age. I'll let him tell you. And um, one of the 50 greatest horsemen of all time, my mentor and my hero, Monty Roberts. Thanks for joining us, Monty. Oh, thank you, for Jamie, for having me. And I have to tell you, I consistently am amazed when you guys put something like this together. And then it turns out to be one of the greatest days of my life. And I don't stretch it an inch in saying that this is one of the greatest days of my life. So and it's your it's your birthday. What have you been doing? What makes it one of the greatest days? Thousands of people from all over the world coming through and phone calls and emails and um, stories. If you put your ear close to this set, you're going to hear some stuff. It's unbelievable what's going on. Um, it's a culmination of all of these things, in 1989, when I met Her Majesty the Queen, we, we set some goals for ourselves to really change the world and make it a better place for horses and for people too. And it's happening. And this day is the most important day since that day in 1989, because it is the apex of what is going on. And it's incredible. Um, uh, today, I, I spoke with instructors of mine from all over the world, and uh, Kelly Marks has trained more students than anybody, any of the other instructors. And, um, you know, Jo Lowe's from Wales, she traveled with me and ran the show on the 
uh, international scale uh, for four years or five years. And um, she called today and she has her place full of horses now and things are going well. And I got a very special letter from a very special lady from the UK. If you can imagine what a day it is to have all of this happening, when you hear the culmination of what is going on on this day, having to do with one entire discipline, that in my opinion, and I believe the opinion of almost anybody on earth, was the most horrific discipline on earth. People so vastly uh, violent with horses. Violence that you can't even talk about on air. And it's going to change. It's going to change. This day, the, the final letter to go through is happening this day. Well, tell everybody what you're talking about. I, even I don't know. I can't tell you what I'm talking about yet because it's a discipline that has had several murders from people who tried to stop it. Murders. And I was told that I would die several times for trying to stop down this kind of violence. And it's going to happen. Keep your ear close to the set. I can't talk about it till it happens. It would not be fair to do that. But talk about a happy birthday. Huh? And now I've got to make a very, very important call to a certain lady to explain, we've done it. It's happened. I, I just can't believe it. I am so excited. It's, it's not to be believed. Well, I'm. I can't. I, I probably have a few guesses. One in particular, but I won't take them. I won't make it. We'll get to. Uh, we have so many people from around the globe who are right now. The banners keep popping up, so that's why I keep getting distracted. So many birthday wishes are coming through to you, and uh, so what have you done for your birthday today? Do you, what well, does Monty Roberts do on first, his birthday? First happy birthday came from my first wife. <laughs> well, my, only wife, my only wife, 64 years. And Pat said happy birthday to me. That was the first one. What was the second happy birthday I got from our foster son who's just turning 68 years of age? Wow. Larry Legue from Cincinnati, uh, Ohio, or Cincinnati, whatever the heck it is. Um, Ohio. Yeah. And, uh, we are in Pat's uh, studio. This is where she paints and sculpts. And you see over my shoulder here somewhere uh, a horse head. This one, this one, right here, 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 here. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. There. There. Um, that horse head, life-size horse head. And Pat, can you walk across and just, just show them where you are? But she paints in here and she sculpts in here. And she has been a lifeline for me for 64 years. Yes, Debbie's on there, our firstborn child. And she said happy birthday to me today as well. And Lori came by and Marty called. Those are our three biological children. And then over and over again, thousands. I mean, there's a book here. Look at this book. It's full of people that said happy birthday to me. Uh, how good can it get? Congratulations. 60, That's awesome. 63 years of age. That's what my grandfather told me I would live to be and that I wouldn't make it till the century turned. And I woke up in uh, Newmarket, England, um, at Henry Cecil's place that was working with horses. And it was 1995. And I said, I'm going to make it to the end of the century. And now it's 20 years on from the end of the century. And if I go to sleep next week and don't wake up, boy, I've had, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Well, don't do that. We, we, we appreciate having you around and, and you're helping a lot of us through this quarantine, to be completely honest. Your videos that you post, if y'all don't follow Monty Roberts on Facebook, you just know that usually Debbie or Pat is saying, okay, 
action. And then he does the video and they post it, but it's a, I mean, you've been showing videos on how to tie knots and roping and all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, you guys have just been doing a great job of keeping people really entertained during the quarantine. Jimmy, Jimmy, there should be a law that every horseman has to take about 60 days out of each year and just be with his horses or her horses. And, and stop down a lot of the traveling and stuff for those 60 days. It, it's a lesson, I think, because you ought to see my deer. My deer are learning things I never dreamed they could learn. And I have two goats that are learning tricks. And my horses are doing so well. Um, and I've got to go up now to San Francisco with one and so forth and so on. But it's 60 days of pure joy to live with my animals. Um, I'm the luckiest yeah. man in the world. And and how are you doing without traveling and, and kind of staying home? It's going great. I haven't even thought about it because the horses just get me up every morning at sunrise and they start teaching me things. My dear, I meet uh, Kim outside the door there every morning. Kim is the first deer to come and say hello to me. and And then here comes the lip and here comes... Ruby and so forth and so on. And a lot of the people that are listening today know about uh, Benny. Benny was a, a runt triplet that we raised and he was just a dream. He, he loved me uh, like no, he, he, he loved me way more than any of the deer in the family herd. And he would come and give me kisses and stuff and he died at 435 days, but the vets said that he wouldn't even live through the first night. And the queen of England, the queen of the UK, named him, and she said that you can't just call him Benny, his name is Benediction, he has to have a proper name, and he's a blessing, and that's a benediction. So she named him Benediction, and he has his grave out there now, and I, I go to it every morning when I visit his mother. His mother's name is Ruby. And uh, Kim and Ruby come. And now there's about 10 of them that let me rub their backs and stuff. Um, it's so much fun. And you know, these things can't happen, according to the universities that have courses in flight animal behavior. They can't happen. These things just don't happen. They happen. But you well, have cause them to happen. It is amazing to, to, to watch you sit out there. Well, we've got our first guest is here and she is coming from the northern part of Germany. Please welcome Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Oh no, we've lost her audio. Can you guys, can you hear her, Monty? No, I hear static. Only. No. There we go. We had her before. We can you read her question and then maybe they can work on it. Charlie, say something real quick. Hi. There, you <laughs> there she is. Happy birthday, Monty. Thank you. So, Charlie, what is your question for Monty? You've got him here on the screen. Let's let's do it. Uh, yeah, uh, my horses are both uh, unmanageable with leading uh, in windy and rainy weather, where it's gotten to the point where I'll just open their stables on bad days and just leave them in the run-in. And I don't take him to pasture because. Okay. okay. Um, can you define the dually halter for me? Um, that's, yeah. Um, so it has the strap on the nose and then it rewards the horse. Do you, um, do you, do you have a dually halter? I just ordered one today, actually. <laughs> you, you haven't had it yet. I promise you the dually halter won't work. Okay. If you don't have it on the horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. It was my <laughs> birthday yesterday. So and I got one for my birthday. And then you school the horse to behave on the dually halter. I'm working with a filly right now that they brought from the track because they couldn't lead her from another horse. She would rear over backwards. She would strike the rider of the other horse. It was horrible. And I can go now and you can't make the, the line get tight. Mm -hmm. You go forward, she goes forward. You go backwards, you go. she goes backwards. Turn right, turn left. She goes wherever you go. Dually halter. Get it? Yeah. 
watch the videos, learn mm -hmm. how to use it, your problems are over. Okay. Well, happy birthday to you, Charlie. Thank you. Well, you, good question. You know that I live in Northern Germany part of the year in uh, near to Bremen, uh, Hamburg oh. area. I'm uh, close to Bremen. Called Sotrum. Okay. I live in Sotrum. Sotrum, okay. Well, most of the Novembers. Oh, that's cool. I live close to, I live about an hour from Bremen. Oh, good. You yeah. take care of your health now. Yeah, you too, Moni. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfect. Thanks, Charlie. It's an honor. Thank you. Bye. Hey, um, Monty, do you speak any German? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can speak perfect Deutsch. No way. Sind Sie Fräulein Meyer? Nein, ich bin Fräulein Schneider. Offizeiung, wo ist der Openplatz? Der Openplatz ist der Truben. Danke. Mussten Sie etwas trinken? Ja. Wo? Bei mir. It sounds like you are having a conversation with yourself. <laughs> I am having a conversation with myself. Who else am I going to have a conversation? Do you speak German? Nine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, let's see. We we are missing out on Lisa, but she had a question for you. But why? Glenn, are we ready to go to Maria? Uh, nope. Uh, so go ahead and ask Lisa's. Okay, perfect. So Lisa had a question, but we had some trouble connecting. If you had to teach Monty one particular thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Strike violence. Take it out of the scenario, whether you're dealing with your family, your friends, your horses, your dog, anything. Take violence out, take a breath, learn how to live without anger and violence. You will be living longer, you will be smiling more, and others can be, you know, a lot of people say, yes, but did you hear what he said to me? Uh, yeah, I heard it, but that was his problem, wasn't it? Well, I had to say what I said. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Don't enter it. Don't go there. Don't be violent. And the horses will love you a lot more. Absolutely. Uh, humans, horses, uh, dogs, cat, everything for sure. Um, we are working on getting Charlie on the line here. Oh, no, Charlie we had. Oh, sorry, not Charlie. Uh, Maria is coming up next, and we had Lisa's question. So, uh, Glenn, what would you like me to do now? We have uh, Willie here waiting. There we go. Let's get Willie then. Hey, Willie, thank you for joining us. You're on with Monty Roberts. And no voice. We have no audio on you, Willie. Sorry. Willie, right now? There you go. There you Perfect. Go. Yes, thank you question. so much for having me. Tell me your question. You. Yeah, first off, happy birthday. And my question is, from all the years with the horses, from all the years you spent with the horses, Monty, what is the mistake or the situation you've learned the most from? Yeah, you know, what I learned the most from was that I was imprinted as a child, a very young child, in yeah. competition at the age of four, mm -hmm. you must win. You have mm -hmm. to win. No matter what, you have to win. No, you don't. You have to do a good job. Mm -hmm. You have to cause yes. the horse to want to do it. It has to be a tranquil job. You will score higher. You will win more if you try mm -hmm. not to make it win. Amazing. A, a good trainer can cause a horse to do, can make a horse do almost anything he wants him to. But the great trainer yes. can cause the horse to want to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I learned the most of. Where is your town? Where, where's my, sorry? Your city. Your town. Yeah, Frankfurt. Oh, from Frankfurt. Okay. Yes. Did you hear me speaking Deutsch? I've heard you speaking German, yes. Yes. Sind Sie Fräulein Meyer? 
it was pretty good. I, I first considered if we speak German right now, but I thought it's your birthday and let's go in English. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, speak German to him. I want to see what happens. I only speak that one thing. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. What? How, how often are you in Germany, Monty? Uh, two or three times a year. Yes? For 30 years. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, I, that's I lived in for the Jacobs family uh, for 30 years. Wow. Um, I'm 24, so you're, you're <laughs> longer in Germany than me. Thank you. Sorry? Did you know Lomitas? Lomitas, Lomitas. champion racehorse. I, I don't know her, but I will Google it. That, he he's too young, Sabiango. Monty. And Sabiango, good horse. Sabiango. Yeah. Unfortunately not, no. Okay. You have to keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Willie. Good will, luck. Thank you for having me. Enjoy. Well, Monty, we've got another question from Maria, and I've got it right here. And um, she says, I am a Monty Roberts advanced student. I have an Icelandic 10 years old that really hates being ridden. He's amazing with everything, long lining him from the ground. But as soon as he sees a saddle and a helmet, he gets all stressed out and immediately puts his head in a roll car position. I got him as a five-year-old and we've been having this problem like always. That is why I have been working him mainly mostly from the ground. It is not nice to ride a horse that is moving with the head between the forelegs. It seems to be completely impossible to get rid of this problem, and it seems like I've tried everything. What would you do, Monty? I would fix him in two or three days. However, don't ride a horse with his head between his legs. That is not fun. And you'll get on the ground and get injured. You don't ride a horse that's going to buck with you. You put an, a dummy rider on. You put it, you make a doll rider or you buy a doll rider. They're, they're available for you. Uh, and you put that in the saddle and you let that doll rider have shopping bags with rubber bands around the wrists and around his neck and all this stuff going and let him go with his leg, head between the legs uh, with those on and study the, the videos and learn to long line and long line with the mannequin rider in the saddle, the mannequin rider in the saddle, until he loves it. They will fall in love with the mannequin rider. In three or four days, you could be riding the horse with no problem at all. I tell you, I don't want you to because it takes longer to learn it than that. But you take a couple of weeks and use the mannequin rider, watch the lessons, go on the long lines, with a mannequin rider on, plastic bags on the ankles, on the wrists, around the neck. And when you get up there, the horse will say, oh, this is a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. We um, Here, when I start horses, Monty, we have, his name is Buck. His name is Buck the Bear. And he is a ginormous huge teddy bear that came from Walmart. I was $20 in black Friday. <laughs> and, um, he, he doesn't have very good position. Like he doesn't sit up very well, <laughs> but he's usually the first rider. And, and it, it is, you expect them. I mean, I always expect them to really panic when there's a giant six foot tall teddy bear coming at him, but using approach and retreat and, you know, incremental learning steps. And I think that's the key is doing everything incremental bit by bit by bit. And then they start to, then nothing's a big deal anymore. That's so, so true. Um, I have affiliate in training right now that, uh, they paid a million dollars for, and then she put three people in the hospital. And I tell you, she is lovely now and it doesn't take long at all. So listens to those lessons and uh, watch my videos and you will see what I do with the Ardell dummy rider, but you can make one with just uh, plastic tarpaulin if you want and uh, get innovative 
And they don't have to sit up and be straight. They can flop around. That's good. When you sit up in the saddle, they will like it better. Yeah, I, I remember uh, Joe Lowe's your assistant. I love watching her videos that she posts and she has just a pair of pants that has sticks for legs. And she really spends a lot of time putting the legs down the sides of the horses. And again, you just be uh, creative and try to come up with something that works for you. We've got our next um, person on to ask a question and it is Mila. So let's welcome Mila. Hey girl. Hi. Hi, Mont. How are you? Hello, Mila Gudini. Happy birthday. You? Thank you very much. I wish you the best in that world. You deserve it. Well, it's working. I'm getting the best. So your your dream is coming true. Yes, uh, I am not believing what what I, it's happened. It's more than a dream, really. You know that <laughs> I speak Portuguese. Sorry? You know that I speak Portuguese. Uh, no, I didn't know. My grandfather was Portuguese and I used to ask him, please, grandpa, teach me Portuguese. And he really? would say, calaboca. <laughs> Just this, you know. <laughs> that's, that's all I know, calaboca. Uh, okay. It, for, for Jamie, it means shut your mouth. <laughs> ah, nice. Right? Sounds like your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is your question? My question is, I bought a Mary last month. Uh, she has a four years old. She's very gentleman. And she, when she's with us, but in the most of the time, she's like a very scared and she has a, a news in behavior uh, when she's alone. She doesn't eat a feed, just hay or grass, and she doesn't eat either some snake or anything else for a horse. Do you know? All these would have any explanations? Yeah. You know, I, I've dealt in my lifetime a lot with Mustangs. And when they come, uh, Mustangos, you know what I mean? Yes. Mustangos. When they come off of the wild, they don't know what alfalfa hay is. They don't know what grain is. They eat grass and leaves and they live in the wild. And it's hard for them to adjust. And so anything that they don't know is going to kill them. That's what they think. So they think that way. We have to show them that there's a lot of things you have to see over and over again, and it's not going to kill you. So you keep showing them things. And if you watch my videos, you'll see me take the Mustangos in these courses that I give on gentling the Mustang. And in three or four days, we're putting a halter on, we're leading them, we can put a saddle on them, because incrementally we show them a little bit each day and they say okay now i know you're not going to hurt me okay thank you very much i am okay. very pleasured good luck to you i love you too tell all my friends in brazil hello for me okay i am very orphan when did you when will you come here again I don't know. Uh, they don't let me travel anywhere right now. Uh, okay, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. But maybe in the next year, we'll, we'll so. wait for you. <laughs> I hope so. I have a lot of good friends in Brazil and instructor too. So uh, I want to come. Yes. Thank, Thank you very you, much. Thank you, Mila. Thank you. Thank Is you, Mila. Who, nice who's, who's our Brazilian instructor with... Uh, T tell everybody who our Brazil Brazilian instructor is. Miguel Lupiano. Mm -hmm. He's up in the Brasilia, in the north, uh, the capital, Brasilia. But he goes all over Brazil. And then we have many other friends in Brazil that are not instructors but have studied my work a lot. Uh, so uh, get to know them. You can go online and find them. And they're... They're very helpful to my cause.
Miguel was one of my instructors. Hi, Miguel. Um, let's bring your daughter on, Debbie. She's going to just chat with us for a second. Hey, Debbie. Hey. Nice to see you guys again. So um, it's sounding really interesting. I'm glad you had lots of people sitting in questions and everything, too. It's amazing. I, I've never heard so many multi-languages coming out of one person sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew your dad was so multilingual? Uh, yeah. Calaboca, yeah. <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to put a plug in here for the university. It is only in English so far, but, but um, you know, dad, dad is not uh, so affluent, uh, so fluent in languages that he can uh, do all these languages on the university in different languages. But, um, but the university is, um, it's actually focused on one language. And I thought, dad, you might want to give a word or two about Equus. And why we we named your university Equus Online University, um, because there is one universal language with horses, which is pretty cool. Yes, Equus Cabalus is the Latin name of the horse, and uh, Equus I translate Equus as being the life of the horse. Everything about the horse is Equus. The language Equus. Uh, the behavior equus, uh, what they think every day about what they want for their life is equus. Uh, so I love uh, trying to think like a horse. And if I want to think like a horse, I have to say to myself, be equus. And uh, so that's why it's Equus Online University, because you can go on there and everything on there is thinking like a horse. I do think that having known you for several years now, that that is probably the best language you speak. Yeah. Well, there's no question <laughs> about that. I, I, you see, I'm sitting here in front of a computer, and uh, I'm talking to you on a computer. I have never turned the computer on or off. I have no idea what this is, and I don't want to know. That would that would uh, not make my equus very good. Uh, <laughs> think too complicated. You have to think in a in a basic way. You have to think in a simple way to go where the horse is. They don't make things up. They don't plug things in and make electricity and stuff. They just do the job that God sent them here to do. And if we start thinking too complicated. We mess things up with the horse. So I want to stay simple. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Good, good advice in general, probably. Um, but Debbie, you are also the host of a, a show here on the Horse Radio Network, and uh, it's called Horsemanship Radio. Yeah. And you can see it in the corner there. Tell everybody a little bit about your show. Well, I mean, and your dad's kind uh, of a frequent guest. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, it's not just my show, but I, I do enjoy actually getting people on there who have taken dad's concepts and, and, and um, exponentially use them. And sometimes it's in horse training. Sometimes it's somebody who's just bought their first horse. And sometimes it's somebody who maybe crosses the world in um, not only training, but also equine therapy. So we, we do a cross-section. Horsemanship Radio was devised as a way to give a platform for uh, not just dad having um, a lock on these concepts, but sharing out there with also using the concepts in different worlds. And to verify, too, uh, for those that are using it with horses, that it does work. And it is, uh, it's not a guru thing, right, Dad? Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And you yeah. know, the, the, the learningest years of my life have been the last three or four. So don't think that you stop learning. And one of the greatest nutrients that my learning process has are my critics. And that there are critics on here today who are thinking, ah, that guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And they'd be against this and they'll be against that. And, you know, they can be against the things that I do. And once in a while, somebody's going to say, you know, I know a better way to do that than you do. Oh, well, my way is the only way for me. 
today. But if you show me a better way, that will be my way tomorrow because I'm still learning. And if you don't have critics, you kind of stop learning. Mm -hmm. And some of my greatest critics have four legs. And they tell me that was wrong. Look, now I'm worse. Oh, I've got to change. So my critics have four legs. They have two legs. I even have critics with no legs at all. Because some of the birds I've worked with in behavioral studies, uh, it's unbelievable how intelligent the crow is. You know? Well, they have two legs, but yeah. they have <laughs> wings, to fly wings. around in the air with More two. about the wings. But it's, it's absolutely incredible that we cannot eliminate our critics. They are our best friends in the learning process. Mar uh, most of us are married to our biggest one, Monty. So. <laughs> you know, they know more about us than anybody else. So they can take shots at our weak spots, you know? Hey, I wanted to tell you that I've been counting, and so far I'm up to 22 countries that have oh jumped on gosh. and commented. Yes. So, so, yeah, so you're doing pretty well tonight around the world. And some of I've these been, people are I've staying to, up really late. Yeah, <laughs> so. I've been to 41 since the queen put me on the road. So we got a few more to go. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on down. Join the party. Yeah. This has been really If somebody does have a question for Monty, now's the time to type it in there so we can get to it. But we did have something, and I'm going to see if I can do this without booting us all off of here. Um, we did have something sent in, and I do want to play it because it's really cute, and it's birthday-related. So let me see if I can bring it up so that everybody can hear it. All right. Uh, so I think uh, you all see see him, and I think you'll hear him now. Oh, I know this. Thank you. Oh my God. Do you hear I that sweet little that. English accent? Happy birthday. birthday, Monty. I, I met him at Sandringham. His mother brought him. He, he's a boy that's uh, had a lot of problems with anxieties. That's me too. We all have anxieties. And he just has more than most. And, uh, and yet he's learning ways to ameliorate those anxieties. And uh, one of them is music. He's doing pretty well, isn't he? Dang, uh, I need to start playing guitar. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think you tried playing Exciting. guitar. I've heard you play guitar. <laughs> I need to play better. I need to play like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, Debbie and I are going to bow out because Heidi is here. So uh, let me let us do that. And you can talk to Heidi. All right. Okay. Fantastic. Hi, Heidi. Oh, that's Debbie. That's Debbie. There's <laughs> Heidi. Hi, Heidi. You're on with Monty Roberts. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Monty. Happy birthday. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. It doesn't match the lips you have, but it's okay. I can hear you, and thank you very much for a happy birthday. Well, I'm glad to spend it with you. I appreciate that very much. I've been a big fan of you for many years, and I'm coming back around to you. I've been out of horses a little bit, and so um, I work with rescue horses and I'm hoping to get all of my team involved in following um, your practices. So I have to preface this with, we are getting back into it and, and learning from you. Um, but we do come across a variety of horses as you can expect. And um, a couple of them have been a little bit challenging in the fact that we can't really find um, what uh, makes them gentle in our presence. So they just never seem to really um, settle with touch or just being comfortable around people. And again, I know you have a lot of great trainings involved around this, but I was curious if you had specific experience with that sort of horse, knowing they probably had some trauma in their background. Um, but how do you kind of convince them um, when you, seems like you've tried all the things that it's okay to be touched and you don't have to um, panic. How do we get around that? 
Well, um, Debbie could uh, chime in on this one because when, uh, when I did uh, Shy Boy for the BBC, he was a Mustang and he accepted his first saddle and rider in the wild. No, no corrals, no 20th century facilities of any kind. And then immediately the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, wanted him on the road. <laughs> and he didn't know people. He was absolutely bonkers when all these kids were coming, you know. And so I made him a little shoot where he couldn't kick a child. He couldn't strike out at a child. He, and, uh, you know, and then they all came and started petting him through the fence and stuff like this. And about three shows on the road, and he said, I love kids. Bring them <laughs> on. And, he, and he's, he's never been any different. Uh, he's 27 years old, 28 years old now. And uh, Mustangs just don't live that long. But he's had, like me, a very special life. None of my relatives live to be 85. They just don't. But I've had a special life. And I have a zest for life. Life is doing me good things. And that makes me want to continue life, I think. I don't know. I, I take care of myself and I... I weigh the same thing I weighed when I graduated high school. It's in different places now, but <laughs> but it's the same, the same weight on the scales. And the secret is self-control. Um, the secret is to love what you're doing and want to be the very best you can. And horses want that. They don't want to be excited and frightened and spooky. They don't want that at all. So if you get it, get them around some horses, take them to a school somewhere, leave them on a trailer and let them meet the, ch the horse through the door, through ahead, just the door, and let the kids come around. They'll get used to, to people and uh, find out that people don't mean them any harm. I'd also add too, if you want to see a lot of, and we talked about this a little earlier, going on to the online university, because the, the talk about putting shy boy in that little shoot, we demonstrate that a lot on the online university. It's part yeah. of our course and to get certified. And it's, it's probably my, my favorite thing, uh, working with the wild horses at Monty's, but go check that out and kind of see how we use approach and retreat and incremental learning and incremental uplift to like get them more comfortable, but definitely, uh, Monty Roberts university.com. I'm a big fan already. Thank you. Thank you Wonderful. for coming on and giving us your question. Thanks Heidi. Well, um, Monty, we have a, a, a special guest who wants to come on, and I do believe she is a dear friend of yours. Please welcome Ada Gates. Wow. Hi, Monty. Can you hear me? Ada. No, how, do I, how, do I, how do I do? Can you hear me? I can yeah. hear you perfectly. Yay! Hello, my darling Monty. I've been hearing you for many, many years and listening to every word. You say, this is one of my dearest friends on the face of this earth. And the first day that I heard her name, I said, get out of here. <laughs> you can't bring some lady to shoe my horses. Yeah. And my barn foreman said, she's very good. She's a very good farrier. She knows a horse's foot and she can do a good job. What? I have 70 horses here. And they're all worth a lot of money. And my farrier dropped dead or quit or something. I don't remember what. And I didn't have a farrier. And they, they said, well, we'll bring her around and you can, you can meet her. <laughs> I watched her shoe one horse. And I said, that's my farrier. And she's been my favorite farrier ever since, Ada Gates. Well, now, you're the pot calling the kettle black. You're my very favorite. So let's. <laughs> yeah. And you probably said, I don't want to work for some cowboy. <laughs> oh, the opposite. I thought, oh, my God, look at this glorious man. <laughs> but how, what year did you first shoe a horse for me? I think it was very late. 78. 1978. 1978. Yep. Uh, that's a long time. That's 40 some years ago. Huh? It sure is. 
Yeah. But it's your birthday, Monty. You're looking younger. My birthday was Sunday, so I'm catching up with you. <laughs> well, you, you might be catching up, but you don't look like you are. You look beautiful sitting there. Well, I think we're both getting younger, don't you think? I don't know. You've got the light on you right or something that's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, this, Aid, is, this is one of the best farriers that ever lived right here. Thank you, Monty. And, and, and she should be in the Hall of Fame uh, as the Farrier Hall of Fame. Um, I am. Not, Actually, not, I am. In the, I am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and she has a company providing now those things that farriers need. Um, yeah. Her husband is dead now and gone, but he worked for me too yes. before I met Ada. And uh, so we do go back a long, long yes. way. Yes, we and, do. Uh, it's been a fantastic relationship. I, I just love her to death. I love you to death too, Monty. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you very much, Ada. All right, darling. God bless. God bless you. Perfect. Well, I think that you might recognize the next person as well. I mean, it is your birthday. We did have to bring some some people you're familiar with. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things is horse sense and healing. And you might, I get to go, we work with veterans and first responders and teaching them the language of Equus and join up. And one of the consistent volunteers is this guy, Troy Shields. Troy, thank you for joining us. You're on with Monty. But It's all my pleasure. And Jamie, um, you uh, are a great representative for the farm, and I know you have helped change me in ways that I never thought possible. So um, I appreciate you, and I appreciate the very nice introduction. Thank you very much. Well, Troy, let me just say that when Her Majesty gave me the MVO, that's a, a knighthood, she said, you know, you deserved a knighthood for the work you're doing with horses. But when you went to the trouble of putting your life on hold to help the veterans, I had to come in and do this. And it was your work with people that really convinced me that you were entitled to a knighthood. What I've done has escalated with people to the extent that I now work with more people than I work with horses. And there isn't a lot of difference really. Getting people right and getting horses right is very similar. And you have learned, I know, uh, through the work that we do in Horse Sense and Healing, that eliminating violence, eliminating anguish and anger is so important and to give those people a chance to understand how precious they are to the world and that if they take a breath and believe in themselves they can do great things and we are having so much luck with that and when they go in there and that half a ton of horse flesh looks so ominous to them they are they are frightened about that when that horse trusts them and comes to them you just watch them melt and it, it really works. And I thank you so much for coming. I don't suppose you had much to do with horses before you came to me. Didn't know anything about them. No. I didn't even know who you were. <laughs> Let alone the horses. Uh, well, anyway, a lot of our veterans come knowing nothing about horses. And, and yet somehow we all know that, Horses cannot lie, and they don't particularly like people until they like the person and trust the person. And if the person gets their core right, they read that trust, and they come to them. And uh, horses can teach us so much, and you are the result of that. So yes. thank you for your help. You have... Um changed my life and like I said in ways that I never thought possible uh, the my anger level my stress level everything about me I'm a different person than I was the first time I walked in there in February 2016 and 
I am lucky enough to work for an organization, excuse me, volunteer for an organization that raise funds to bring veterans out to your clinic. Uh, it's called Patriot Outreach, and we do a lot of great things for veterans all across the country. Uh, PatriotOutreach.org, if you're a veteran stuck struggling with PTSI, because it's an injury, not a disorder, please go to our website and check it out. There's a lot of uh, different things on there that can help you. Uh, the one thing that really helps a lot of veterans is a CD we send out that helps them learn how to meditate, get, a, get out of their own head. And, you know, along with that, your breathing that we teach them out there, everything we do allows them to get in the situations now that they weren't used they didn't used to be able to handle. They just immediately went schizo, went crazy. You know, um, I get calls at two or three in the morning all the time and I welcome them. I give my number out and I'm always there for them. But without everything that you guys have taught me out there, there's no way in the world that I could uh, do what I do or be who I am. So thank you so much, sir. You are a, uh, you're well, a godsend. I appreciate you thanking me, but we have to thank you and Patriots Outreach. Um, we have been a partnership that's been so helpful to so many people. And uh, I, you know, I say my little thing to them. We put them in with the horses. My instructors help me and we get through a day. And it's magic. It's just magic to step back and watch people change as you have. And uh, it, there's nothing more gratifying than to help a human being get themselves back together and, and go again. It's wonderful to do the horses. It's wonderful. But to save a human is 10 times what it is to save a horse. Um, I, I just love what I do. Yeah, a, a lot of those humans are saved by the horses and you, a, a combination. Well, so that's I cool. told your daughter that you were going to turn me into a cowboy. <laughs> so you have turned me into a cowboy. We just bought our first horse. Okay. And uh, I'm reading a lot of your books. And when I was out there last time during our last clinic, you showed us a bunch of pictures and made the triangle and showed that. And so the book I'm reading uh, from your hands, from my hands to yours, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have it written down. I'm in that section of the book that talks a lot about that triangular, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I want to know how you came up with this and how long you've been doing this. Yeah, I remember the day that I came up with the triangle. I was working in the motion picture business as a stunt person, and there was an artist there, um, a wonderful man, and he was he could draw horses so well. And uh, I was watching over his shoulder as he drew some horses that I had been riding, and he was taking pictures of me working cattle with these horses, and that you could see the muscles and the legs in certain positions and stuff. And uh, so I started talking with him about how do you figure out where these lines ought to go? And he said, well, you know, the perfect conformation of a horse dictates to you that the two muscle groups that cause the horse to be an athlete are the hips and the pelvic girdle area with all that grouping of muscles back there. That drives the horse forward. And then the shoulder, with all that grouping of muscles, keeps the horse from falling down and gives the horse latitude or the ability to turn, make turns and adjust the direction that they're going. But those two muscle groups have to work together. So the dorsal processes of both the pelvic girdle and the shoulder, the scapula, the dorsal processes of that form a triangle. And if that triangle is off-centered, they can't coordinate so well. If it's this way or that way, it's not good. 
But if it's equilateral or an isosceles triangle where the sides are equal, then the two muscle groups can work absolutely together. And I said, this is the idea about judging conformation of a horse. If you have the perfect triangle, you have a horse that can be an athlete. And he said, that's absolutely true. I bought 195 yearlings and sold them as two-year-olds. Now, going through the breaking process, if you use violence and the traditional breaking process, you're going to lose some horses. And you're going to buy some horses, if you don't know the triangle, you're going to buy some horses that can't run very well. When I used that triangle, I bought 195. I sold 195. No losses. And uh, the average uplift netted $4.4 million in 18 years. We led the world in um, buying yearlings and selling two-year-olds, all based on an isosceles triangle. Well, uh, thank you for answering my question, sir. And I just wanted to wish you from the bottom of my heart the happiest birthday. And I know what you're doing right now on this uh, technology stuff that you don't like is making your birthday that much better. So thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you soon and God bless you. Thank you very much. And if it wasn't for this team, I couldn't be on here for 10 seconds. So uh, I'm having the best day of my life. Well, it's great. Well, we we have an opportunity coming up. Um, Something very special is going to happen at Flag is Up Farm. And Debbie, I would like for you to tell everybody a little bit about the movement and kind of what it's going to look like, because I don't even know. I'm supposed to come and help help Monty with some horse stuff, and uh, I don't even know what we're going to do. So how are we looking with the quarantine movement Exactly, exactly. Well, um, the the good thing is you get to play with horses and that's great. Basically what we set it up for and and not only play with horses, but play with horses in ways that most people never get to witness. And so what you're going to be doing is we were fortunate enough in 2019. So that's a little bit before this whole quarantine thing kicked in. We set up an arrangement with Horse and Country TV to have it streamed. And so we have options for June 21, 22, 23. We got on the phone with Temple Grandin and she said, I'll be there. Um, I hope she can be. We don't know what the laws are going to say, but she'll be there. She said either on FaceTime or she might go up to CSU, uh, Colorado State University, where they have the university bandwidth and um, live answering our questions, uh, giving us videos like her how to think like a horse and then have her narrate the work that you guys are doing with the horses, which is something we can do on the farm distancing. And uh, we have Jamie Jennings is the certified instructor that's coming out there to be working. Thank you, Jamie. And we have uh, we have nine presenters in total. Dr. Siemens from Idaho, Ellie Boardman from the UK, Denise Heinlein from Germany. Um, I've just mentioned now three Monty Roberts certified instructors. It's because the the Monty Roberts certified instructors are at such a high level of their craft, which is working with the horses in their language that dad has taught them, certified them. Um, They've gone through all the advanced steps so that they can do things that, you know, when people send their horses off to be started, because a lot of people don't do that in in their businesses. The training part is often never witnessed by owners of horses. That's the part that they can do really well. And I can guarantee that theirs is done with no violence. And very few people can guarantee that about the rest of horses being started in any discipline. So um, I'm really proud of what the certified instructors do with dad. Then we take somebody like Temple Grandin, who's known in the autistic world as working with equine therapy and autism to take knowledge of the equus, uh, the way horses think is just like an autistic person thinks or a flight animal thinks. And she can verbalize it and vocalize it and putting Monty the horse and Temple the horse together is gonna be so much fun. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm really excited to have those two working together. That's 
probably my primo objective of the movement. But it's also to get like Dr. Siemens from Idaho coming down to talk about, he's such a brainiac and he talks about ocular and how it affects behavior. We also have, um, we have one of the premier uh, speakers for mindfulness in Santa Barbara. So he is going to be there, Dave Mokel, and he gets horses, which I love too. And, and the best part of him, he came last year. He was so good. He was the number one, besides dad and the horses, he was the number one, <laughs> um, please bring him back. And uh, Dave, you know, has a TED talk out there. He's just, just an amazing guy. We have Ashley Mancuso, who has just got her gold to um, a gold medal. She sent me a video through for dad today, a happy birthday video where she achieved her gold in the FBI. And she um, does on the side, she's an amazing yoga and Mustang trainer. Oh, and video too. She does actually shoot videos like of Cobra. Have you ever, anybody ever heard of Cobra, the new Briar horse too? And mm -hmm. um, she's just multi-talented and she's, if she's allowed, she is out here too. And she did a, a cute video last year. We had so much fun doing yoga on top of Mustang Tucker. Mm -hmm. Jamie knows Tucker. Dad knows Tucker. He's down below. And uh, so things like that, it's just going to be a magical time. And I was so, so, so hoping that the streaming company that Horse and Country purchased this year for just this kind of thing would were committed to coming and they are, and we've signed all the papers and everything. So more details will be coming out on the website, uh, the movement 2020.com. That was a huge plug for that, but I think it is the basis and the future of what we do here and what you all were talking about tonight. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm excited to be a part of it and thank you for having that on. You guys just continue to find ways to help horses and people in every That's aspect. Fine. So thank you. How are we doing on time, Glenn? What are well, we up to we're, here? We're, we're almost out of time, but I am officially now up to 27 countries. <gasps> oh, that good. is amazing. So That's 20, amazing. And a lot of these people really stayed up late to talk to you or, or to yeah. see you, Monty. I mean, really late, two in the morning. Or they're so, getting yeah. up in Australia. It's morning. <laughs> <laughs> we had no, New Zealand no, popped in here. We no. had Taiwan. We had the Philippines. I mean, all, all over the world. Listen to me. There's a message in this somewhere. We got to do this more often. I, I love it. And uh, I got to be in a hurry. I'm 85. So don't wait around. Get All right. We'll see everybody it. tomorrow night then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I'll get> tomorrow. <laughs> same time, same place. You know what I'd love to do is I would like to do these regularly. If people like these regularly, please let us know. Post something in there yeah. and, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about uh how often and uh, you know if the timing is going well obviously they're there so they must have been able to do it whether they had to set an alarm to do it or not I don't know but uh, but we'd love to do more of them I would like to have each of the movement presenters do a, a little hour with dad too and talk a little bit about what they want to do so maybe we can get some of that in but as long as we're sequestered and California was sort of an early adopter and I know that we're getting a little itchy and other people are too but I don't know if this medium is all that bad, even if we do start to loosen up a little bit. Maybe people like are getting used to um, being on this webinar kind of format, but not dad, but he, he, he'll show up anyway. <laughs> remember, remember the name Marty Irby. Ah, that is the news. You and I are going to meet Marty Irby. This is going to be the biggest story this horse industry has ever dealt with. Awesome. I, so, I look forward to it. Are you teasing it. us again? Yes. No, I'm not. I, it might be a tease, but it's for real. Okay. It's for real. For real. Um, this guy has helped me, or I helped him. He, he's been the leader of a movement that will change this earth of ours. I can't Believe. wait to learn about it for sure. You are. Yeah. yeah. He's the king of the teas, Glenn. He is. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just saw somebody from Victoria, Australia. It's oh, they're morning all over there. The place. I cannot I, believe how many people are posting there. It's 2 a.m. <laughs> in Northern Ireland and somebody was on. And, and uh, it, it's just so gratifying. Never in my wildest dreams could I have imagined that we would be affecting so many people over such a large area. And um, it isn't just us. If the horses weren't cooperating to go forward, 
and help us help the people, uh, we wouldn't be here together. So no, none of us can take all the credit, but we each have our little piece of the credit. Remember the name Marty Irby. You're going to just uh, absolutely fall in love with this guy. Um, and, and you talk about dedication, man. Here's a guy that lost his wife and his father, his family, um, absolutely went against him. He and I suffered uh, many uh, uh, objectives of people which were to kill us and uh, threats of, of our own lives. Um, to get through this thing that's been going on now for 15 years. Um, but it's working. And uh, here's a Brazil coming in again. We and just I had a Bogota, Colombia, too. Yeah. So that's 28 now uh, that we're yeah. up to. <laughs> I, I have a lot of critics in Brazil that uh, felt that I was taking their livelihood away by changing so dramatically the... Uh, traditional way that horses are handled. And so if they're violent people in the traditional sense, then they become an advocate against me, thinking that I should die because I'm taking their livelihood away. And on the other hand, I have people that say, you know, you want to help these other people that were violent. And I love horses so much that I want to kill you because you went to help those other people. And those same people, I suppose, would say that I shouldn't go to prisons to work with those people or uh, post-traumatic stress people, uh, that I shouldn't work with Mustang. I don't know what they would say, but you can be killed from either side on the same issue. And, uh, and yet, I'm not dead yet. And there are more people pushing me upward than they are dragging me down. So I'm, I'm, I'm the happiest man in the world. Well, wow. uh, now, Jamie sings on our morning show, Horses in the Morning, and she, <laughs> she's going to lead Happy Birthday. Monty doesn't listen. I can embarrass myself all I want when he's not around. <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't be embarrassed if you heard my voice. <laughs> Well, yes, I think we definitely have to sing happy birthday to you. Wait, my audio is coming. Oh, it came back on. Happy birthday, Monty. Yeah, that was great. I'm that coming. was good. That was good. Yeah. I'm coming. Our house is burning down. So we're not <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We Thank really you, appreciate you from whatever country you uh, came to us from. And, Monty, uh, you give us all hope. I have hope now that I can make it to 85. You can. <laughs> you will. Self-control, I think he said. Oh, I, okay, I'm done it. I'm done much earlier then. 85. <laughs> so keep it up, man. Uh, you're doing a good job. And I got to get a plug in for Jamie and I's show. We do Horses in the Morning. Please you can do. find it in any podcast player. We've uh, been doing it for 10 years. We're, we're around every day. We'll be here tomorrow morning. Uh, so just look for Horses in the Morning on any podcast player. And the Horse Radio Network is where you can find Horsemanship Radio that Debbie hosts. Uh, all of our shows are there. Just download the app at Horse Radio Network. We have 15 shows you can listen to. So it you always have something like to listen to. With this audience, we need to tell them we'll be on tomorrow night because yeah, <laughs> the time is crazy. That's a good point. Thanks, <laughs> you guys. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Thank you Bye, Monty. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday.